0: the land bolton podcast is brought to you by the coors western art sale and exhibit coors western is a premier western art show exhibiting the finest pieces of some of the most talented artists from across the nation held every january during the national western stock show it is truly something you do not want to miss for more information on the exhibit please head over to coorswesternart.com
1: Bulletin Podcast, where we discuss a wide range of topics impacting landowners, ranchers, and future land buyers. I'm your host, Haley Murr. We at The Land Bulletin truly pride ourselves in not only conserving working lands, but our Western heritage. One of our favorite events that does just that is the Coors Western Art Show held every January during the National Western Stock Show in Denver. Today, we invite Kate Lavin, the new curator of Coors Western Art, to tell us the story and the future of the show. Let's see what we found out. Welcome back to our Land Bulletin series. I'm Gary Murr, and I'm the Director of Strategic Partnerships and Development here at Murr Ranch Group. Uh, for those of you who are first joining, this is the Land Bulletin, where every other week we discuss the ranch and sporting property mar- market, buying and selling advice, the latest best stewardship practices, as well as topics currently impacting landowners. Murr Ranch Group is a full-service ranch real estate brokerage and consulting company focusing on legacy ranches and sporting and conservation properties around the West. In this episode, we are continuing our focus on the importance of the National Western and its importance to the ranching lifestyle, our community, Denver as a whole, and our heritage. Today, we're focusing on a specific and important piece of the National Western, and that is the Coors Western Art Show. And helping me out today is the curator, the new curator of that art show, Kate Lavin. Welcome, Kate. Thank you so much for having me today. I am thrilled to be here i'm so happy to have you i know i've known you for a couple years now and when i heard that you were going to be the new curator of the Coors western art show i couldn't have been more thrilled and i'm so excited just to have
0: you on the show today well thank you it's uh, been a really fun first year and i can't wait to see what is to come
1: yeah no it's it's been great and i'd love to know Kind of, we'll get into the National Western um, and the Coors Western Art Show in particular, but I'd love to know kind of your background and what led you to this role that you now hold with the course.
0: Sure. I started out in Western art um, when I graduated from college in 2010. I moved out to Jackson, Wyoming after I graduated, and I started working for an art gallery in Jackson. And that was probably my first really segue into contemporary Western art. I lived there for six years and worked uh, for Altamira Fine Art, which primarily represented uh, contemporary Western artists from all over the West and the Southwest. And I also worked for a family collection of historic 19th and 20th century American and Western paintings and sculptures. So that was really what started my journey in Western art. Now speed ahead, um, almost 14 years later, and I've had the great fortune of working um, not just on the gallery side of things, but also for an auction house, heinemann Auctions, um, which I ran their Western art department um, for many years. And I obviously have also worked for a private collector and managing their collection. So I've seen several different aspects all tying in to Western art and mm-hmm. dealing with not just contemporary Western, but also historic Western.
1: Amazing. And kind of just like, because you kind of went through a couple different iterations, what's the difference between like an auction, a gallery, a show for those, you know, the listeners who might not know?
0: So it's really interesting. The gallery side and the show side, I would say are really similar. Galleries and most galleries, at least in my experience, the galleries that I worked for and the Coors Western Art Show represent living artists. So, artists that are still producing, that are represented by different galleries, auction houses in large part, especially um, Heinemann Auctions and the Western Art Department there, we primarily handled historic Western art. And the biggest difference for me is I really missed working with artists. Mm -hmm. When I worked at the auction house, most of the collections that I was working with were from estates from all over the country. And so I didn't get to have that personal relationship with the artists like i did when i was working for galleries which is in what in large part what kind of drew me um to the role of curator uh, for the Coors western art show
1: that's awesome i had no idea that was kind of the difference so (laughs) while you were kind of mentioning that i was like oh you know what i should actually i I should ask that question i know this is your first year but you've been connected with Coors western forever do you mind kind of letting us know a little bit about what the Coors Western Art Show is? Because a lot of people, they go to the stock show, they never make it to the second floor. They don't really know all of the effort um, that you and your team put behind it. But what is the show and where did it start?
0: The Coors Western Art Show ha- is one of the most important Western art shows in the country. It was uh, founded in 1993. And Anne Daly, who was an incredible leader and voice in Western art, was the first curator of the Coors Western Art Show and later rose frederick became the curator and i would say rose is really the one that really gave the show legs and really built it into something she did an incredible job giving the show a national reputation building a roster of artists from all over the united states both photography sculpture uh, paintings and all different mediums and really turned the show into something And the show every year has about 70 to 80 artists from all across the United States that are depicting the West in different forms, whether it be through bronze sculptures, through plexiglass sculptures, through oil paintings, through watercolors. It's a whole story of the West told by many different artists kind of working in different mediums. There's been some incredible women at the helm um, leading the show and to kind of build on their legacy i'm really proud of that and really excited to kind of see um, what is to come i know you said it started at you know
1: maybe with just a couple different artists and those kinds of things but now it's like this huge show how many artists were there this year
0: this year we had about 73 artists in the show and generally speaking in years past there's always been between i would say 70 and 85 artists in the show Now, that's total artists. We have an important component of the Coors Western Art Show called the Young Guns. Mm -hmm. And the Young Guns is a separate group of artists and artwork that is part of the larger show. So in total with the Young Guns artists, there are about between 70 and 80. The Young Guns group um, is a group that was formed to kind of support and help build more emerging artists. And that group, which you are a part of, (laughs) has become really, really wonderful and has really grown and expanded. And so my ultimate kind of vision would be to take the Young Guns artists and really continue to develop that roster because I really feel like it's an important component of the core show Mm -hmm. and me to build out that roster and bring more artists on board um, for that segment of the show. And that right now is somewhere between 15 and 20 artists. Okay,
1: got it. That's kind of where I first met you is through Young Guns. And um, it's a, an awesome group of people. Uh, and it's definitely bringing, I think, a, a younger, fresher perspective on Western art. I know it's always changing and art is always in that the eye of the, the beholder and the people that love it. But it's been really neat to see how the show has kind of changed through kind of the antithesis of uh, bringing Young Guns to the group. In terms of you know, what people can maybe experience the show, I know we'll, go, we'll talk about some of the events, but for the public, is the art kind of available to everyone throughout the stock show or is, it, is there a private collection that
0: people can see? How does that work? So the Quora's Western Art exhibit and sale is up for the entire duration of the stock show. It, anybody that comes to attend the stock show is welcome to go up to the galleries and walk through. And we really encourage people to come see the art because it is truly amazing. In addition to that, as you just mentioned, every single year, the Coors Western Art Show acquires one piece of art from the featured artist. And we have assembled a collection of over 30 paintings and sculptures in our permanent collection from the featured artist every single year um, since the show started. All of those um, paintings and sculptures right now are hanging in the executive offices of the National Western Stock Show. And when we move into the new building in 2026, they will be on display um, for the public to see. And it's really, really neat because they depict, because they're from every single year, obviously genres kind of change a little bit, styles change, So it's really neat to kind of walk through all of the paintings and sculptures and just see how Western art has evolved um, since we started collecting.
1: That's so cool. And I love, I do love going to the offices and seeing those and, you know, getting your poster at the end of every course, Western art show and all of that. But I've always wondered what goes into choosing what goes into the permanent collection? Um, Is it kind of a, a vote? Is it you that gets
0: to choose? How does that work? Every year, the featured artist will present um, several either paintings or sculptures to the committee, and the committee votes on which piece they feel would be the best fit for the permanent collection. So it's truly a vote.
1: One of my favorites, I forget who does it, but it's the really big one with the red barn, and st- it sits right there when you go into the executive offices. It's my favorite. So that'll be neat. Once the new building is created, it sounds like it'll be more of like a museum open to the public than kind of this kind of secretive <laughs> collection that not a lot of people know about.
0: Everybody asks to see the permanent collection. And so it, w- it will be wonderful to actually be, have it on display for people to look at.
1: Yeah, I love that. So then I kind of want to go into, and the reason why, you know, Murran Troop, Ken and myself have always been really connected to Coors Western Art is what is the impact of this show on Denver and the West? Because I, I think a lot of people no you know, shows happen, galleries, they're all around the state, they're all around the West. But what is kind of the impact that this specific show has on, on the
0: West? This is a really unique show in the fact that there's a huge philanthropic component to it. Um, Coors Western Art gives a percentage of our proceeds to the National Western Scholarship Trust. And that, for me, is just such an incredible feeling to know that the art that we are selling is directly benefiting and making a huge difference in students' lives. And part of CORE's Western Art Show is we actually have several scholarship recipients work for us during the month of January. And to hear them tell us how this changed their lives and the fact that they are able to go to school Um, because of what we're doing is really, really amazing. Mm -hmm. I think this is what makes the show so unique and different from any other museum shows is the impact that it has on young students um, from all over the West that come and can feel the direct benefit of the money that we raise. That's amazing. And the kind of the two
1: main sources of that funding mechanism is the red carpet and then I know we've talked about the young guns a lot. Do you know how much proceeds were created this
0: year from those two shows? We are still settling the final numbers for this year, so I don't have that exact number, but I yeah. can roughly tell you that it's generally somewhere between 20 and 30% of the money that we raised goes back to the scholarship trust.
1: That's so cool. I love it. And it's it's also kind of a really neat program because a lot of the population of Denver might not know the culture of the West and what it means. And, you know, I have a lot of friends who have come to the young gun show and they, you know, they don't know what to expect, but then they are able to really um, digest kind of Western culture in a different format. So it's neat that it's kind of this easy way, easier way to kind of bring that conversation to the foreground, which is nice.
0: Definitely. And
1: that's kind of my, my favorite piece about it. So you bring this new kind of light, into the show, and I'm really excited about it. What are kind of your plans, and how do you see the future of this show and kind of its impact to the national western?
0: We are working on the roster right now uh, for 2025, which I'm very excited about. And Grace Weiss, who is the coordinator, and I, we just um, opened the submission process yesterday for artists, and we are getting a tremendous response from artists all over the country that have either been in the show in the past never been in the show or want to return to the show. And I'm really excited just to kind of put my vision and spin both on Young Guns and the Coors uh, Western Art Show. And so right now I'm kind of going through and making a list of different kind of subcategories that I feel are important um, to telling the full story of the West. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to have a variety of artists working in different mediums. Um, such as oil, acrylic, watercolor, bronze, plaster, um, ceramics. I think there's a lot of different elements to kind of what tells the story of the West. So right now I'm kind of going through, and I like to call it my roadmap, basically calling my roadmap of different artists that are making interesting objects or paintings that tell the story of the West that make people kind of turn their head and say, oh, that's really interesting. Like, I didn't really think of the West that way. Like, what is the West? The West is to everybody. And so whether it be through wildlife, so through bison paintings, maybe obviously horse paintings, more equine work, more livestock work, all different types of categories, kind of subcategories that I feel fall under the West is what I'm looking at right now for next year.
1: That's awesome. And I think it's important, like you said, you've seen the show kind of change uh, to what it is today. But I think it's impactful to also realize that the West does mean a different thing to a lot of different people. To be able to bring that w- while also kind of retaining that specific part of the West, I think is important. So it's cool that you guys are doing that. And how do you think kind of your relationships with different galleries and kind of your past have are going to impact this show a little differently than maybe years past?
0: the art world is very small from coast to coast <laughs> and can tell you that relationships with galleries and artists are really really important mm-hmm. and that is the foundation that i'm working on for next year is utilizing my relationships with artists that i've worked with for years artists that i may not know but the gallery side and gallerists and other curators all of that plays a huge impact in building this show and the show already has a great reputation and i just want to take that and keep building on it and add in some new artists that may our collectors may have not seen in denver before um so all of that definitely impacts each other and plays an important role in what's to come
1: for the people listening who and this, I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit, but who are some new artists that maybe have never been in the Coors show or that you've had relationships with in the past that you're really excited for and think might help with like the future of Western art? And that's a loaded question, but.
0: <laughs> well, I can tell you, because we, we already do um, have some artists that have already applied and committed in the past 24 hours, which is really wow. exciting. Yeah, um, a fan favorite here in Denver, who's returning, who's not a new artist, but is coming back is Duke Beardsley. Um, mm-hmm. He's one I'm really, really excited about. Um, one of the artists that will be new to the show, who I've worked with for a really long time, is a Texas uh, painter Donna Sickles. She, to me, for Western art and for kind of the powerful, kind of feminine version of Western art, I think is really important. She has a super unique style to her work. She's been around for a long time. She's in a lot of museums. Um, So she's another one that will be uh, coming to the show next year. That's new. Two other artists here in Denver that are both landscape artists are Tracy and Sushi Felix, husband and wife. And their work to me for more modern landscapes of the West is important. And so we're thrilled to have them um, in the show for next year. And we will be posting very soon some more highlights of artists um, that we're going to be introducing for next year, which I can't wait to do.
1: It's wild! Like you guys just finished your show, and you're already working your butts off to get more people. Like it's really neat that you've already, and it also shows just the power of the Coors Western Art Show. Like these artists are wanting to be a part of it. Like it just ended. Let's get it going. Let's figure out how to make next show even better than
0: the last. It's great. We have so much energy and I think momentum behind the show right now that Grace and I talk every day and we're like, okay, who are we going to get? Like, who's going to apply? So um, <laughs> work with somebody like Grace, who's equally as passionate about the show and art as I am, I feel really fortunate. So yeah. it, it's really fun.
1: Yeah, she's the best. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Grace. And I'm so excited to hear that Duke has agreed to come Come back to the show. He's, I don't know if you knew this, but Woody, his brother, works with us. Oh, that's sweet. And there's this really, I'll have to have you come here one day and appraise it. But Duke took a piece of cardboard, painted his cowboys on it, and put it in the window because it was bothering Woody's screen. So I'll have to see what you think it's worth because it's just sitting up there. And I've always wondered, but... Yeah, (laughs) Um, but that's awesome to hear that you're you're getting a lot of these really neat submissions. For those of you listening, write down those names and kind of start to follow their work and be on the lookout for that list that you're you're talking about coming out soon. Because it is it's it's exciting to kind of maybe start saving shekels, start to like really get to know who these artists are. Because I know I've created a lot of relationships with artists along the way, so to to know those people and see what their look is before you even go to the show so you know you have wall space. I think that's the, the, big, <laughs> the big way to prepare. <laughs> and any other kind of advice for people listening, like if you want to learn more about these artists, where to go, those kinds of things, they want to get educated before the show even starts? I would say the
0: biggest thing is just keep a lookout on our website. We're going to be posting uh, the end of our artist submissions will end at the end of April. So I would say by mid-May, we'll probably have our roster for next year, both for Young Guns and Coors Western Art um, on the website. Get familiar with the artists, look up their work. Um, There's going to be a lot of new artists in the show, I can tell you that. And just become familiar with it. It's The best way to learn about art is to just look at a lot of different types of pieces. Mm -hmm. You have to develop your eye. The biggest question I get from collectors is, Kate, I don't know where to start collecting. And how do I know what I like? And it's truly a matter of just looking at different pieces. You will know when you like a piece based on your emotional reaction to an object. And the best thing, I mean, this is what I spend my days doing is I just am constantly looking at different artists. And if I find their work interesting, if I, think, if I keep thinking about it, that's how I know that it might be a fit if I keep coming back to it. So educating yourself is the best way to really start building a collection. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, a, that's a great advice because I think people, it's a little intimidating to start a collection if you have never done it before, um, but realizing
0: it's less of a barrier of entry than you might think. That is totally true. And another thing I always like to tell collectors is to be great art, it doesn't have to be expensive. I think there's a misconception that to be a great painting or sculpture, it has to cost a lot of money, which I completely disagree with. Mm-hmm. And that is one part of the show, um, especially with the young guns component, that I'm gonna really work on building out. Because I don't think, I think every artist, especially for emerging artists, have to start somewhere. And it's not always good for the artists just to all of a sudden raise their prices really high. Mm-hmm. I think part of some of the greatest artists today in Western art have kept their prices pretty steady for a number of years. And I think that's really wise to do. So mm-hmm. I would say, don't be intimidated by the price of an object. Look up the artist, get to know who that artist is. It, just because it may be less, doesn't mean it's a bad piece. It just means that artist is still emerging. Mm-hmm. That's great. I, and that's, I, I
1: will say, I, I only purchased from the pop-up this year, <laughs> but it's one of my favorite, Earl Like I love it so mm-hmm. much. But it's, it just goes to show like art is an eye of the beholder. That's what we always say with ranches too. You're going to buy your perfect ranch because it's like a piece of art. You know, it's, it's something that speaks to you. It might not speak to everybody, but like, just stay with your, stay with your guns and, and realize what you like, but that's great advice. And I might send people your way if they have questions on the Coors Western art and how to get connected. Um, with some of these artists too because it's a really neat community and i just feel very grateful
0: to be a part of it and to have you at the helm of it so Um, thank you and thanks for your support and i should add one more thing for next year kind of part of our changes is we're going to add some more programming um for collectors and patrons and supporters of the national western so next year um, we'll have artist panels more artist demonstrations different types of events to engage people, um, not just to come in and come for the red carpet reception, but to just have a more intimate look at the art and kind of the process of some of these artists, which I'm really excited about. Oh, that's just got me so excited. That's great to hear. I love it because it is, it's, it's important. It's,
1: it's about education. It's about learning about art. It's about learning about the West. So I'm grateful to hear that you guys will be doing some more programming for that. Um, So awesome. Well, thanks so much, Kate, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me this morning. Yeah, of course. Always good to see you. Good to see See you. Bye. Bye. And thank you to our listeners um, for coming on with us today to to learn more about the Coors Western Art Show. Um, I'd like once again to thank the curator of the Coors Western Art Show and exhibit, Kate Lavin, for coming on the show today. And for more information on the Coors Western Art, please visit CoorsWesternArt.com. And to learn more about the ranch real estate or ranch marketing process, please be sure to subscribe to our newsletter on our website at merrranchgroup.com or give us a call at 303-623-4545. Thanks so much. See you next time. I'm Haley Merr. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you to the curator of the Coors Western Art Exhibit and Sale, Kate Lavin, for joining us. For more information on the Coors Western Art Show, please visit their website at coorswesternart.com. Also, for more information on the ranch real estate market and other topics relating to ranch ownership, be sure to check out our website, merranchcoop.com, and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening to the Land Bulletin podcast. See you next time.